two queer women on a mind-blowing dating adventure. Tanya is a seasoned vet with three to six past girlfriends, and Brooke is just starting her journey. Could this be the one? Is this a total disaster? Does anyone want their cookies? And why is dating so hard? Welcome to No One Wants My Cookies. Hey, Brooke. Hey, Tanya. How are you? I'm doing pretty fabulous, actually. Um, it is a beautiful sky out there. The sun is rising. I'm here with my sweet, sweet babe. That's me. That is you. <laughs> yeah, hi, guys. Um, we thought we'd give you a little update. Give our listeners a little taste on what we're what we're doing. Yeah. I mean, it has been a pretty cool week, actually. Um, has it been a week? It's been a week since we left Portland. Yes, we left Portland last Sunday at around 10 a.m. And we've been together every single day, every minute. And I'm just so happy and obsessed with you. <laughs> oh, my gosh, me too. I've been having the best time. We literally were in the kitchen this morning making breakfast because... We're in love. And we said, oh, my gosh, it's been a whole week. We've spent every minute together. And you haven't annoyed me once. Not only have you not annoyed me either, you have been super fantastic. Not everything has been great. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not give it the wrong impression. It's not all fun and games. Like, there's real life happening here. And you have been just so wonderful. And I'm very lucky. Um, for starters, um, I got dehydrated yesterday and coincidentally had allergies at the same time. So I was pretty convinced I was dying of COVID oh <laughs> and <laughs> you brought me right back down to earth. <laughs> um, but just so our listeners know, we are in Yuma, Arizona, visiting my uncle and my cousin and we practice being covid safe but we came to the covid capital of the united states without knowing it was um and we are a little freaked out you want to talk a little more more about that yeah i mean you know it's really important for us to stay safe so we're you know having lots of conversations about what that means and how we can stay extra safe around here there's a lot of positives to being here rather than Portland. You know, there's a lot of wide open spaces. It's a lot less populated, um, but it is a very old community. Um, so, you know, I just think it's been really nice to be able to have kind of open conversations about what safe means for both of us and how we can stay extra safe. Like, I've been buying so much hand sanitizer. <laughs> so much hand sanitizer. We now have, I think, seven... Seven or eight containers of hand sanitizer because we almost ran out one day and Brooke had a panic attack. And we decided we were not going to do that anymore because nope. that gives Brooke anxiety. So we bought five of them and then we went to Old Navy yesterday. <laughs> and she saw her favorite kind and had to buy another four. Four or five. I, I went wild. I got some you know. wipes. I got some sprays. <laughs> it's great. But why were we at Old Navy? to buy you shorts because it's 80 degrees here and she was wearing leggings and i said girl <laughs> free them legs up 
And she's like, oh, I don't like shorts. Uh, I just never have. This is how Brooke talks when she's dramatic. Just so everybody knows. I don't like shorts. And so I handed her a pair of my shorts. I really was smart about it because out of all the shorts that I had, I handed her the linen shorts and said, here, give these, take these for a little spin. And she put them on. And we went to Uncle Charlie's house, and I was, like, rubbing her leg, and I was like, oh, there's your skin. And she's like, these are great. So, we went to Old Navy and bought you some shorts. I'm a shorts person now. I'm so proud of I've changed so much. This week has just been really eye-opening, hasn't it? It really has. (laughs) The journey is just teaching us so much. Well, the other thing that I got to experience, because I'm just learning, like you promised, you're teaching me to be the most amazing lesbian in the world. (laughs) Um, and what I realized is it is so fun. You can share clothes. You can go shopping together. You had me do a whole like fashion show yesterday. It's like a dream come true. Oh, you're missing a huge, huge, huge chunk of this fun girl time. Uh, Brooke gave me a manicure yesterday. (laughs) The second week, actually, because the first one I messed it up and put my hoodie on when it got a little chilly. And so I made her redo it yesterday. So... We're just having lots of girl time, and it's super fun, and I'm super in love and super giddy, and I just love it. Oh, my gosh, we do. Um, but what I really, really love about Brooke the most, and I feel like I repeat this a lot, but is how real our relationship is and how real life happens and how we just work together as a team. <laughs> like, we know each other pretty well. Like, okay, Connie. <laughs> I know you think it's going to get years, but I'm doing really, really good at getting to know Brooke, and Brooke's getting to know me. But we've had some stressful situations, so um, just so our listeners know, the big reason why we came down here is because I lost my aunt a couple weeks ago, and my aunt and uncle are snowbirds, so they spend half the time in Astoria, Oregon, and the other half of their time in Yuma, Arizona. And when I was at the funeral in Astoria last week, my uncle said, I really would like you to come down here or come to Arizona and hang out with me. And Uncle Charlie doesn't talk about things that he wants very often. So I was telling this to Brooke. And also, quick backstory, I did stay with, I did live here before in Yuma with him um, and my aunt in 2013. But anyway... I was telling Brooke, I'm like, oh, I wish I could go see him, but, you know, like, I got to work, and I got this and that, and Brooke's like, well, what's really holding you back? And I did, I couldn't give her a good answer, and so we literally took off the next day without planning anything, because she was like, oh, you work remote. Well, we didn't, I didn't even think about it, and took off, and my employer was super mad that I took work out of state, and actually told me to take a leave of absence until I return. So that was a lot of days crying and stressed out about not having income and my whole (laughs) career in general and just questioning a lot of things. And Brooke was absolutely fantastic during those rough couple days. And I just want to say thank you. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. It's been, um, it, it, I, we've talked about this a lot because, you know, of course on social media we're like, oh look, we're in the fun and sun and we're by the pool and stuff. But yeah, I mean, we've, we've kind of been on a, a spiritual journey here and we've been really supporting each other along the way and it's been really healthy and happy and, um, 
I'm I'm really enjoying it and I I kind of never want to never want to stop. <laughs> stop enjoying life or stop uh <laughs> being here stop being here <laughs> <laughs> don't make me go or back both. Or <laughs> both. yeah no going back you know i i suffer from depression um like i think everybody does <laughs> they just don't talk about it but it's a game changer when you're out in the sun yeah I actually didn't realize that it was so important to me. I've always been like, oh, I kind of like that cozy, you know, Portland, rainy vibe. This year, I can't do it. I'm really like, I'm really struggling. And it it feels like this year, there's a lot of possibility um, as long as I'm, you know, staying centered and really true to myself. And I'm having, you know, a hard, hard, I'm having a lot easier time doing that in this mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know there's just this kind of renewed sense of um, optimism out here so much so much hope um, and so much to look forward to when I think of going home like yeah I'm really glad that I'll have income <laughs> it's like <laughs> I'll pay my rent with love <laughs> which would be ideal but I'm anxious about it like the sun is really helping you know when I think about going home I see ourselves like driving back in, you know, mm. like it's raining, it's cold. <laughs> and I think everybody had a shitty 2020. Yeah. Everybody did. Um, so we're kind of in this healing process, right? And we, we found each other, which is super exciting. And we also found that we both like to, we're spontaneous and we love adventures. And we don't really know where our journey's taking us, but we're going somewhere together. Yep. I mean, uh, I never, ever thought when we started this podcast that this is where we were going to be at this point. You know, like it has been um, really exciting. And I just feel super lucky that we just started documenting it from the beginning. And we have this cool podcast to follow along because... I think that the fun and adventure is just starting. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. And and I, I have to agree with you. Like, I just wanted to have sex with you. <laughs> <laughs> Score. <laughs> like, to think that we just started talking a couple months ago, and I feel like I have totally met my person. Yeah, totally. I mean, this is bananas, and I'm so excited. <laughs> I love you so much. I love you so much, too. I'm really excited. Me, too. Me, too. And I want to thank you for being there for all the real stuff, like when I cry. I had a total cry fest this morning. It's overwhelming. You know, there's a lot of change. I've always said that you, if if you're a little bit scared to do something, it probably means you're growing. Um, you kind of have to like break through that. Now, there's a lot of exceptions to that rule, right? Like we're not putting ourselves in dangerous or unhealthy situations. But, you know, growth can be scary and um, I'm really embracing it right now. And and part of that embracing it is, you know, having a good cry sometimes. Absolutely. Being vulnerable, I feel like when I'm vulnerable is when I grow the most. Yeah. And learn the most about myself. Yeah. I keep having to move the blanket out from <laughs> away from her cuddly. mouth because she's like fully cuddled in a blanket right now. She is it's a being cold, the cutest little cuddle bug. It's a cold morning in, in Arizona. I think it's oh. 50, 
50 degrees and I just want to snuggle up to you. Literally, Sarah right now is rolling her eyes so hard. She's probably like flipping off her phone. She just (laughs) sent me a screenshot. The weather in Iowa is negative four. That's what it feels like. Sarah, you know how much we love you. (laughs) And you're going to warm her up with love too. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm just sending you some Arizona sun vibes. And we will all be here together someday. You know it. And Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy. That's that's how I that's how I give shout outs in that in that uh, tone. It's very good. Yep. Okay. okay. It's, it's different than your vagina tone. Oh, my God. Brooke, no. When Brooke talks about her vagina, it, it turns into a man. So she'd be like, err. <laughs> My vagina really likes these undies. And I'm like, oh my oh. god! <laughs> okay, that's fun. My vagina doesn't talk. But <laughs> she's like, mine's like, hi. No, mine's like really, really girly. My vagina is like, oh my god. <laughs> oh my gosh! Please, our listeners, tell us we're not the only ones that give our vaginas voices. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to say hello. I want you so bad. <laughs> okay. I think it's. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> we've been spending a lot of time together. So it's been a lot of these super incredibly silly moments as well. In fact, the other day we were talking about how we wanted to get a golf cart and trick it out so that we could ride around. Because, I mean, we're in. Uh, it's just like little house what do you call these like these are park models or manufactured homes i would it's say like a big it's like a big ass neighborhood with just a bunch of like old people living their best fucking life mm-hmm. and we want to get a golf cart and ride around and like beep beep hey sharon beep beep bob how's that cactus growing over there i mean just like full on embrace of this like oh yeah semi-retired <laughs> life we we retired early um <laughs> henry got out we forgot to shut the gate and we were we were we were facetiming were we facetiming with cody yeah, we yeah. were FaceTiming with Cody, <laughs> yeah. just having a great conversation, and all of a sudden, I like look around, I'm like, where's Henry? That's my dog. And we left the gate open outside and the screen door, and so he was down the road, and some guy had him by the collar. And so I go down there, and as soon as I approach him, he's like, what's your name, <laughs> neighbor? <laughs> like... <laughs> We're going to be friends with everybody. We were actually talking yesterday about how we would love to get some of these um, neighbors on the podcast to tell us their, like, love stories. Because we're love experts now. (laughs) We're love experts now. I just want to hear the cute stories. Like, oh, we met when we were in high school and we're in love. And What about this one? This one's a really good one. We met online and started a podcast together. (laughs) Before we even met. What's a podcast? (laughs) We're definitely going to have to figure out how to explain that. Oh, I got it. Because I tell Grammy all the time. I'm like, it's like a radio show on the internet, but not a lot of people listen to it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, that's so good. (laughs) You know, there's one of the things that I love, love about you, Tanya, is that you have such great relationships with your family. You are calling them all the time. You're just like just so connected to them and I you've rubbed off on me in a really great way like we've talked to my mom so many times I've like called my friends like it's just like you've opened this up in me so I would encourage all of our listeners if you haven't called your mom today you should call her 
Um, it's a really cool feeling, and I just super appreciate that about you. Yeah, family is really important to me. Family has always been important to me, but especially after I lost my dad, and I hadn't talked to him in two years. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, I well, I talked to him a few months before he died, but not like, let's talk about why we don't talk. It was my grandma was in the hospital, and, and his brother couldn't find him, and so I... I tracked my dad down to let him know his mom was in the hospital. But besides that, we hadn't talked in two years. And so it's something I've always practiced. But when you lose a parent, you really start to question what's important in life Mm -hmm. and how much time we have. And I just really stepped up my communication game with my family. I uh, working on building a relationship back up with my grandmother, his, his mother. But yeah, it's important to me. You know, mm-hmm. life is short. And when I think about all the really, really hard times I've had in my life and when I've struggled, um, it's my family that gives me the most comfort. Yeah. Well, I can see that it gives you a lot. It, it, it brings a lot to your life to have those connections with your family. And I'm like, I want that too. So, Mom, watch out! <laughs> yeah, numbers on speed dial. <laughs> Brooke is jealous that I'm I'm I have all these relationships with like, you know, like my grandma's brothers and yes. <laughs> and my second and third cousins and um yeah, I have a really great family and I'm so excited for you to be a part of it. I know that sounds crazy. Oh, be a part of my family. We've been together for a week, <laughs> but you fit in so well and. You know, like we've been hanging out with my cousin Becky, who is <laughs> something. <laughs> I am obsessed with Becky. Well, I'm just like, if you think Becky's great, wait till you see my mom and Becky together. Oh my like, gosh, I can't wait. Um, and then you add my aunt Amy in the mix, and it's it's just gonna be wild. It's gonna be a wild time, and. <laughs> yeah, and my aunt Gretchen, my uncle Dean. I mean, like you haven't met like. There's so many people you haven't met that you're going to love, and I'm, like, just so excited about it. You guys, when she first started telling me about, like, all of her family, because, you know, she's, like, you know, always telling me all these stories about her family, I'm, like, holy fuck. I'm not going to remember anybody's name. I've been digging deep. You've been killing it. I've been digging deep. I was, like, I am going to remember this, and we are going to talk about her family, and I'm going to know what's going on, and... Uh, it's like a crash course. <laughs> it's really, it's really fun to like kind of put together your like family tree in my mind. Well, what's super exciting about this family tree in your mind? You are considering your own family. Wait, what? <laughs> what are we talking about? Uh, you are actually opening your mind up to having kids, which was a big deal breaker for us. People listening right now are losing their butts. <laughs> I mean, we're not saying, like, I'm pregnant or anything because we pr- we practice safe sex, so I'm not pregnant. <laughs> no, it's true, though. Here's the thing. I think we it, – it's just the person you're with, right? There is nothing I want more than to make you happy and create this, like, happiness around us. And it's been a week. But, um, yeah, I mean – we we are going to create our own life together however we want that to look like 
I think I've said that to you before. And I think every, like, it's the best of, like, you have the, it's in your power. If we want to be happy for the rest of the time, we can be happy for the rest of the time. Yeah, it's, it's choices that you make. Yeah. I think that I had an outlook on life as, like, you know, oh, I lost the most important person to me at 16. And, oh, I was raised poor and all these things. But no, it's like, I mean, like, those things did happen. But also, like, how cool, like, if you just turn it around, like, what life lessons did I lose from my grandma? Right. What life lessons that I like learned from my mom? Yeah. You know, and you just turn it around and look at the positives and it's and life is really beautiful. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we So we really think we're killing it at life right now, y'all. Um and we're so excited that you guys are following along with us. Like I said, I think this is just starting. We're about to make some pretty big decisions actually in our life and we can't wait to share those with you when we know more. Um, we are staring into each other's eyes right now as we're doing this podcast. We're, so we're obsessed <laughs> with each other. Obsessed. It feels like the most amazing love feeling and um, we're having a lot of fun doing it. <laughs> I'm so excited I finally figured it out. <laughs> I'm late to the game a little bit, but I don't care. I showed up. Um, I brought my sneakers. Like, I'm ready to play. This is, like, wow. I, you know, not to get off track a little bit, but a few months ago, I'm talking to one of my friends, and she said, I had to Google what does love feel like because <laughs> when I'm when she met her current boyfriend, she was, like, like her, you know, like her body was like, she was like having physical reactions and she was like, what, what's going on? She like, you thought something was wrong with her. So she Googled, what does it feel like to be like really loved? Cause she never felt like that. And when she told me this, I was like, you're such a loser. <laughs> <laughs> like, what yeah. does love feel like? <laughs> yeah, like what? what? Like, I just was like, and I mean, like I was supportive cause I'm, yeah. you know, but I'm just like, that's weird. And then. I really understood it like that first date we had when we went to Newport because I was like acting like not myself. Like, I mean, I was my, this, I'm 100% myself with you, but doing things that like slow dancing on the beach or like yep. being cute and romantic, like is not who I am. Well, it is. I just, it's in there. You just like <laughs> brought it out and I'm like, and then like you kissed me and I'm like feeling all these like weird, like chills all over my body. And I'm like, what is this? And so finally, I texted her the other day. I'm like, okay, so you weren't, it wasn't that silly to Google it. Like, right. <laughs> like I get yeah. it. I want to hear from our audience. You guys send us a message. I want to know what you guys think love feels like. Cause this is, yeah. what does love feel like? Put it in the episode, put it in the episode notes when we share, when we release this episode, yeah. please. That would yeah. be, I just love to hear from you guys. We all, we get some of the sweetest messages from you guys and we just have to say we appreciate it so much we love to hear about your love stories and we'd love to have you on the podcast too we're um thinking about making some cool uh maybe a podcast studio for ourselves anyway we have some ideas (laughs) ideas. we are in this to win this we would love um if you guys could be a part of this this really cool thing that we're putting together um I actually had somebody reach out a couple days ago. So an old friend of mine from high school I haven't seen since high school, yeah. Hannah, is going to come on the podcast. Oh, my God. You guys, like, literally, you have not talked to Hannah in how many years? Well, <laughs> I think I was a senior in high school, and she's a year younger, so since 1999. Yeah. 
Um, and she sent me a message that she's listening to the podcast. And she's like, I could be friends with you guys. And I was like, I remember Hannah. We played basketball together. And I was like, why didn't we keep in touch? Like, mm-hmm. because, yeah, we totally could, like, hang out. So I'm super excited to have her on the show. And and what's really cool, too, is, like, how everything just keeps, like, happening. Like, you know, I met you when I'm doing all this grief work, mm-hmm. right, with my grandma. And then next I'll, I'll do my dad. But we were supposed to have my best friend Aaron come on. So we recorded an episode on grief, and it was so intense we haven't released it yet. Um, we're going to when yeah. we're when we're ready. But it was it was really intense. Um, and we'll probably edit a whole lot of it. <laughs> Not that we don't trust you guys, but we were both extremely vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And there's some things that we really enjoy keeping to ourselves. But anyway, we did this episode on grief. And then the next one we were supposed to record was supposed to be my best friend Aaron. She is on the front lines fighting COVID. So I had another best friend of mine, Charity, step in. That episode was super tough to record. But it's so good. But it was it was really good. But it circles back to this time in my life. You know, like when Charity, when I lost my grandma, I was pretty much living at Charity's house. And it's just this really, there's this point between 15 and 16 where I feel like going back to that age, which was just a huge moment in my life. And then that season of basketball sticks out a lot. And I did a lot of soul searching about like my relationship with, with basketball and how I just didn't really want to play anymore after I lost my grandma and how, you know, working on it now and how I'm trying to get back to that. Well, then like Hannah hits me up yeah, and I was, and it was like a really happy feeling, but it was like, that was like when I knew Hannah was like the toughest part of my life. And it's interesting. Like, I want to ask Hannah, like, what was I like? Like, because we didn't keep in touch. So like, do you have any memories? Like was, could you tell I was sad or was I like happy and joking around? Um, so I want, I'm, I'm interested to see it. And I'm like really excited that she hit us up and she's like, you guys are so cool. And I'm like, I'm telling Brooke, I'm like, no, like Hannah's like cool, cool. <laughs> she, like, you do that sometimes where you're like, no, 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 no. But this person's like really cool. <laughs> yeah, like with my friend Jamie yeah. too. Like, like, no, she likes us and she like knows cool stuff to like. Yeah. Anyway, we're feeling pretty like, bad. Oh, I'm just living in this really cool town in Idaho, just living life. And I'm like so jealous. And here anyway. you are in Yuma, wrapped up in blankets <laughs> with your fucking sexy girlfriend. Living my best life. Yeah. I mean, you I mean, you ain't jealous. No, I'm not jealous. <laughs> but she's super cool. And I'm really excited to have her on. Um, yeah, so I we we love when people like hit us up. Yeah, yeah, we want to hear from you guys. Yeah. Well, is there anything else we need to tell them? Um, just so everybody knows, I'm totally in love. So <laughs> don't know. Wait, if I've made I, that clear. I don't. I don't know. Do they know? I don't know. We should. Okay. Well, I make sure. You. I love you too. I love you. I love you a lot. You're pretty. You're pretty. <laughs> no, it's just, you. Oh my god! <laughs> we gotta go. Other than that. <laughs> Other than all that. Um, hey, if you guys haven't, check out our Instagram and our now Facebook page, which is like pretty awesome. There's like at least over a hundred likes. There's so we're so pretty much many famous. People love us. No. <laughs> but check it out. It's at No One Wants My Cookies um, on both Insta and Facebook. Um, and we're going to be doing some more interviews uh, soon and releasing some fun content on our social needs. So stay tuned, y'all. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.